Hey everybody, welcome to the John D. Podcast. I'm your host, John D. Miller. Welcome to episode number 35, Treinta Cinco in the old Espanoli language there. Uh-huh, episode 35 here on July 9th, going on July 10th, 2021, 141, going on 142, <laughs> would be 141 plus 1, 142, uh, 142 days of no booze. No booze, no booze, well that's all right. It was interesting, though. I I actually did not drink on the 4th of July for the first time since I was about 15. So you're looking at at, uh, 30, uh, 32 years, something. Yeah, 32 years where I had at least a couple beers. Don't worry, I didn't drive when I was drinking drive. Yeah, I'm going to say probably 35 years of not having at least a couple drinks on the old grande birth of our nation celebration. Right. So that was that was great. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, I'm back. Another episode. I apologize. I know it took me a minute, but I'm back here in the old uh, Lizard Mill Creation Studio. Lizard Mill, L-I-Z-Z-A-R-D-M-I-L-L on Creations on Facebook. That's right. That's Liz. You've heard her on the show before, Um, but that's her craft company. She does great stuff. And check that out on Facebook. She does have exclusive naming rights to the studio. But I'm sure we could work something out. Somebody else, for instance, uh, Lionel. I love your train sets, but our son is totally in love with your Lionel race car, the NASCARs. Yeah, loves them. Have way too many of them now. Uh, yeah, throw me, throw me a few of those things for cheap or free, whatever. I guess cheap, free is cheap, right? Throw me a couple of those and uh, we'll be square. And I'll call it the Lionel freaking whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all right, episode 35. Let's do this. Not going to be a long episode. I know I always say that, and I talk and I talk, right? That's the way it always goes. Uh, how did everybody like the last episode? Uh, I had a couple people say that they uh, some of the music gave them a little, threw them a little bit for a loop. I talked to one of my old comedy friends last week, and he said how the, he, he's listened to a few episodes. Not all of them. Come on, people, step it up. But he said how he had clicked on uh, the episode to start it, episode 34, Trenta Quattro. And he had he clicked on that and the music, he all of a sudden he heard drums. <laughs> and he was talking about how it kind of threw him for a loop, like he thought he clicked on the wrong thing or somehow. And, uh, he was, you know, but that's just, I don't know. I've talked to some people in the past and like, dude, you got any fucking music. Well, you know what? I don't have a ton. Of, I mean, I'm doing this. I'm just doing this myself. But that was just some music. I've used it in some other episodes when I had guests, and I just throw them in there. They're just free stuff that my Anchor app host lets you use. So I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> so that was pretty. That was a good time. But I, I did. I, I was wondering, actually, about that. If I would, people would be like, what the, what the hell is this shit? Yep. Just me goofing. Just me goofing. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, so I had a couple, well, I had an email last episode and I apologize to you, Jennifer. I told you I was going to read it. Um, this episode, the, the, the next episode being this one, which has been way too long. So sorry about that, but I'm gonna get to you in just one second, but I do from the last episode, hold on. This is a different email that I want to, I gotta get my, well, let me slide my old, old age on my face so I can read. Here's my glasses. Um, this one. Um, oh, because all right. So last episode I was talking about the movie sixty one. 
right? It's a movie that Billy Crystal produced. I think, oh no, he directed. It was produced by somebody else. Anyways, it, he's a big, Billy Crystal's a big Yankees fan. So, I mean, it's about, and I said Lou Gehrig, and I realized after I listened to it that it was incorrect. But let me read the email real quick. Um, yo from NYC. <laughs> That's how I take this because you'll find out. Yo, John D., which is exclamation mark and then a question mark. Great show, but you messed up on the last episode. Uh, it was, it was, it was, oh, it was not Gehrig in the movie 61 trying to break the Babe's home run record. Well, not just the movie, it was in general, it was in history, but okay, I know what you're saying. In fact, it was Mantle and Maris. Okay, yeah, and I found out late. I don't know why I said Gehrig. I knew that. It's I do that all the time since I quit drinking. I, I literally, I think one thing and I say the other. Do you know what I mean? Does anybody else ever do that out there? And that's what I did. So, but I said, anyways, and he goes, a big Yanks fan, have been one all of my life, and just wanted to make sure that got corrected. Keep up the great work, Frederick. So, Frederick, yeah, I know. I screwed it up. I didn't, <laughs> it wasn't a thing. I just was like, oh, all right, well. And then I realized later, it's like, well, I'm not going to go back and fix it. So, yeah, so, it, yeah, I know. It was, so, Gehrig. It was not Lou Gehrig. It was Maris, Roger Maris, and Mickey Mantle. And that's actually a good movie. So if you have a chance, watch it. It's 61, um, which I feel like the Tampa Bay Lightning need to put on their latest Stanley Cup champion, Chip. Uh, which I uh, I don't know if I want to get into all that right now. Um, yeah, I know, a little bit of hockey talk. Fuck you, Nikita Kucherov. Yeah, from the Lightning, from the Tampa Bay Lightning. For him going out after game five when Tampa won and they put away and they, he sat there and ripped on the Montreal Canadiens fans for cheering so loudly when they managed to win game four, which was the only game they've won in the whole series. And the fans cheered him a lot. Like, And as Kucherov said, they uh, acted like they had won. Like that was like they'd won, like they'd won the, the cup or something. I don't think so because, well, first off, Kucherov was out there with no shirt on. He's chugging beers. He's cussing like a sailor, a Russian sailor, which there's a difference. I don't know if you ever met a Russian sailor, but they're they're kind of assholes. And, yeah, he's went out there just ripping on the mind. Maybe, maybe Kucherov, you dick face. Maybe the fans in Montreal probably knew that their team was not going to come back from game five with a cup because, and maybe they were just applauding them for the effort that they put out. I, I would have. Uh, I did just as a hockey fan, much less much if I, if I was a Montreal Canadiens fan, would have done that. Nikita Kucherov, you dickhead. Because you don't sit there, you know, maybe they would maybe just applaud the effort. Playing against your Tampa Bay Lightning that are 18 mate. Now, 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 hold on. I don't want to go too ahead of myself. There is no salary cap in hockey in the playoffs, okay? But. The Tampa Bay Lightning are eighteen million dollars over what would be a salary cap. They have been for several months. I did the research. They found a loophole where they put uh, Kucherov, some other people on injured reserve, and they saved the money. It's kind of bullshit, but whatever. But yeah, Kucherov, you acted like a total asshole. You really did <laughs> ripping on Montreal Canadiens fans. Look, and and I know Canadiens fans are a little stuck up, but um, and have you ever been to Montreal? It's weird. It's like hit or miss there, you know. <laughs> you either find somebody who's really cool and will uh, talk to you, show you around the city, whatever, or you find people 
who only speak French, and they look at you like you're crazy, especially when you find out that you're an American for speaking English. Like, okay, well, whatever. And uh, and they're total dicks to you. But, yeah, but Nick Kucherov. Blech. Hold on, what did he say? I forgot what it was. Hold on, I want to talk about this. Um, uh, oh, so, but that's the thing. All these people are praising him for being the great. What did he say, though? I understand he did get cross-checked during this. Ah, fuck him. I don't know. I can't find it now. Yeah, fuck him. I don't know. All right, enough of that. I just I thought that was completely fucking stupid that he acted like that and uh, talked about how the fans. I mean, you know, and then what well, they somebody's trying to talk. They're going to call it Championship Bay or Champ Champion Bay instead of Tampa Bay, which Tampon Bay, whatever, because the Buccaneers won the uh, Super Bowl. And then the, the Lightning have won the Cup two times in a row. Well, but you haven't, though, Lightning. You won it last year in the bubble in Canada. Mm-mm, no. And then you only played a 56-game schedule this year to get to the for a full regular season. And I hate to say it, but as much as I res- disrespect and dislike the Pittsburgh Penguins, in a way they do have a little bit of respect as far as they've won uh, Cups back-to-back uh, twice, actually, in their franchise history. God, they have five cups. Jesus Christ. Um, the 91, 92, 90, no, yeah, 92, 93. And then, of course, um, 16 and 17. Uh, but they played full schedules. Kucherov, dickhead. He was. It was an asshole move. So that's what I was saying. That's how the movie 61 came up, in case you didn't listen to the last episode. Because they should take your championships and put little asterisks next to them and make sure that they everybody knows that you didn't play a full 82-game schedule prior to going into the playoffs. Which, I know, it's grueling. I mean, it's weird. We're playing Stanley Cup final in games in July, which is unheard of. It should be free agency right now. But, come on, man. Ugh, I was very... I don't know. The only thing I can imagine is that I don't know how long it was after the last game that Kucherov actually came out <laughs> to do the the, the press cut. But I mean, obviously, you win the cup. You're ripping your shirt off. You're throwing stuff everywhere. But why to be a dick, Kucherov? You're an asshole. Uh, okay, let's get back to it. <laughs> um, I'm going to live on a rant there. Uh, then what else? Yeah, I'm just doing the emails to start because I don't know what else to I don't know what else to do. But I'm really not going to do this for very long today. Um, I'm trying not to. This one, oh yeah, okay. So this is the one I was supposed to read last uh, episode. Um, hey John D, hello, greetings from Sacramento, California. Just wanted to say thanks for the support of the LGBTQ communities. Uh, you're welcome. I assume that's you. That is way cool of you. I uh, thank you. Um, I'm not trying to be cool. I know. I'm trying to say like, I'm not trying to be cool. I'm just trying. No, I just hey, do your thing. That's all I got to say. Do your thing. I'll do my thing. There's always common ground, right? We always have that. Anyways, uh, also congrats on the many days of sobriety. I have people in my family who have also quit, and I know it is hard. It is hard. It is hard. But I have 
I have a great wife and son and and other people in my family and friends and stuff like that who've supported me. Uh, congrats to your family who's done that. Um, it, it is tough though, there, and there are times. There are times where it's not easy, but um, it's something I wanted, had, and needed to do. Um, but thank you, I appreciate that. Um, two questions: Are you actually sober, or just what they call California sober? Oh boy, yeah. How are we gonna delve into this one? Sober, obviously, being not drinking booze, and then there's what they call California sober. People like Demi Lovato have made it popular lately. This term where it's now, I don't know. Okay. They say California sober is where you don't drink, but you still smoke weed. Okay. And um, other, but also like people like Demi Lovato, what's it, Machine Gun Kelly, I think at one point. They've used this term, whether themselves or the people have said it about these celebrities, but it's where, like I said, you, you don't drink, but you still smoke weed. But that term has also come to include other things, including still drinking, which I don't understand that, but also other drugs that they take in moderation. I don't know. I've never, you know, I, to, to well, when it comes to other stuff, even in my younger days, uh, I, I, I'd like to quote the great Tom Rhodes, who I still would love to have on the show sometime. Great comedian named Tom Rhodes. And he, I'm trying to as directly quote her as I can. <laughs> Tom Rhodes said, uh, the way I treat cocaine is the way I treat donuts. If I'm out somewhere and my friend has some, I might have a couple. <laughs> right? Donuts. Um, so yeah, I, that stuff's take it or leave it. Donuts, not so much, but I love donuts. Um, and I and I am all for the legalization of weed. And yes, I was a big pothead when I was younger. Would I or have I ever in the whatever times of recent uh, consumed some sort of a cannabis product? Um, God, you're calling me out here. Uh, yeah, I have. I have. Um, but that's one of the great things that has happened in Virginia um, is that, uh, you know, things have become legal as far as that. And I'm going to get to that in a second. Oh, I should have read this email last. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely not anything like it was in the past. And, um, I am just all for it because legalization of marijuana, because I think it's no worse than alcohol. Um, it should be regulated, should be taxed. Um, I mean, as far as, I mean, and that's where Virginia has kind of screwed up a little bit because they legalized it now. As of July 1st, you can possess up to one ounce. Um, you can give away weed to your friends or whatever, family, you know, make it a lovely Christmas, maybe a stocking stuffer. Um, Santa brought me uh, coal. He brought me weed. Um, but yeah, but that's the one thing that Virginia screwed up on is that they don't have any place that is legal and safe for you to go buy it from. So they still have the black market going on. They actually did um, do a thing where they were, because, all right, so in Virginia, you can grow your own. You can grow your own now, right? It's up to four plants um, per household. And then you can do whatever you want. But four plants is going to give you a lot more than what you're going to need, so that's what they're saying. You should be giving it away to other people. Um, but you can't buy seeds anywhere. You can't buy clones. You can't buy anything like that. So one of the so some group 
um, for, I think they were called Virginia Marijuana Justice, uh, set up a thing in Virginia, a couple spots in Virginia where they would give away free seeds. And I actually saw some pictures on social media and also one of my friends was up there waiting in line. And some of the pictures I saw were people standing in line that I, uh, there was this one, this is one person standing there just oblivious on their phone. Uh, just not just, they just didn't look like a person who was going to be growing a pot plant. They don't look like they could grow it. They just didn't look like it. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not going to judge a book by its cover, but I don't think this person had any green thumbs. Um, and probably kind of looked like to me, like they were at home, uh, you know, when they weren't out and about, they were sitting at home, uh, with a dead cactus (laughs) because, that's how little growing experience that they had, which means they were probably getting the seeds just to take to somebody else, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, and that's where Virginia's kind of screwed up. That's where places like California and stuff like that are a little better. But am I California sober? I don't, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, uh, smoking weed's not that big a deal anymore. It's just been, um, but if I was going to do anything, I'm not going to drink, but if I, if I was going to do anything, it would, yeah be some cannabis but that's one of the great things about it is that now you can you know edibles you can put it in food it's just all kinds of stuff um a lot more ways to use it and also another reason why it was legalized was be uh because of the social equity and everything um and that was a big that was a big thing and a a big point as far as legalizing it now as opposed to uh january 1st of 2024 so but yeah, am I California sober? Um, I would say no. I would say no. Um, because what does that mean? I mean, I can't go to a dispensary. I can't hang out and smoke it every day. I wouldn't anyways if I could. Um, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just not in that financial bracket, I guess is what I'm. What my problem is. Um, but yeah. So California sober. I don't know. I... Uh, I'm not sure I fully understand it. You know, I'm not sure I really get the whole concept behind it. I know it's okay. Drink it. And then weed. I thought, okay, well that's, which that's the one thing I saw somebody criticizing somebody else saying that they were California sober where they had quit drinking and, uh, but they hadn't quit smoking weed. And it's like, you know, that's your definition of sober. And that's what they said. Well, you're not sober then. Well, who, I mean, that's where you draw the line. That's where you got to see something at. Okay, well, who gives a fuck about sober? They're not drinking, period. That's all you got to worry about. <laughs> you know, what business is it of yours? Uh, well, I got into that a little earlier than I thought I would. But, um, yeah. Oh, okay, and there's more to the email. Sorry. But, yeah, that, I, uh, okay, California sober. That's what I... <laughs> I'm going to say that next time. How's your sobriety? Pretty good. I'm California sober. I don't know. Um, okay, so where was it? California. And then she also writes, and also, uh, why is your wife not on the show recently? Um, she's around. She's actually home right now, but she's been doing other stuff when I record, um, either watching, take care of the kid because he doesn't have school right now. So he's not, and so his hours are a little later and I record at night or, um, yeah, she's doing things. She has a job that she's been working and then doing other stuff. So, but she, she'll she'll be back. Um, she'll probably be down here right now. But the kid's awake. So, um, 
Oh my god, he's not a bed at in bed at nine. No, he's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who what kid wants to be? But she's around. She'll be she'll be on the show again. I'm just I'm glad you brought it up and I actually told her I read her the email before I came down. She's like, Oh, that's nice. So yeah. She'll be back. She'll be back. I, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want to be on the show anymore. I'm sitting here looking at the mic. She would be on. I'm kinda crying. No. It just hasn't worked out. But and it and it is fun to have her on the show. She's fun to she's fun to hang out and talk to. I guess that's why I married her. Right. <laughs> but she'll be back. So just hasn't been lately. Um says thanks and I hope to, uh, wait, what? Thanks and hope to get the read on the show. I think you mean uh you probably mean like thanks and hope to get this read on the show. Well, there you go. You did. A fan from Cali, Jennifer. One N and one F. Wouldn't that be G Nifer? G Nifer. That's like one name by itself. G Jennifer. I don't know if it meant if you is that really how you spell your name? Jennifer? Is it not two N's and one F or one N and two F's? <laughs> Jennifer. 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 All right. Well, thanks for writing in, Jennifer. That was cool. California silver. All right. Sacramento. Yeah. Thank you for at least give me a town, people. I don't Midwest. Like I said, I'm not going to show up at your driveway. You know, you come home one, then there's me in your driveway. I thought I'd find you here. It's not going to happen. All right. Um, last email. Uh, this this is a funny one. I read like some of these. I don't read them all, and I don't get that many emails, so don't think I am. But it, it, over the course of like three weeks, I will get a couple here and there. But you can write into the show the. John D Podcast, T-A-G-E-J-O-N-D Podcast at gmail.com. You can write in the show too. And so, you know, if I go a week or two weeks or, got at this point, three weeks, um, yeah, I get a couple here and there. Um, howdy, Johnny Boy, <laughs> exclamation mark. Uh, J-O-H-N-Y. Well, I don't go by Johnny, but you don't even, you put two H's. Johnny boy. One N. Howdy, Johnny boy. Hello and greetings from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Well, sir, and I know it's a sir because I've already read the last name on it. The name on the bottom. Fuck, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you could have just said Oklahoma City. It's not like Kansas City. Was it a Kansas City, Missouri, and a Kansas City, a Kansas, right? You could have just said Kansas City or Oklahoma City. And I would have known what you were talking about. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I'm thank you for the specificity of your location. Um, and Oklahoma City is a big town. So I've never been there, but I have flown over it. Um, and I was told that I didn't miss much. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. Never been there. Um, just recently became a listener of your show and just finished catching up on all of your old episodes over the last couple of weeks. Can't wait to see what you put out next and have tried to get more f people tuned in. I noticed in the past you did some interesting fact type of segments, but more recently have not. That's correct. I've been unranting about stuff. I've been angry and pissed off. That's what quitting drinking does to you. You know, you, you have more time and rationale to think about all the stupid shit you see in the world. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. I've gotten, I've gotten bitter in my sobriety. Um, but it, it's okay. I've actually been, I've actually been writing some decent jokes though out of it. Some good, I think I'm going 
I'm going to try to return to the stand-up stage once we get past all this craziness. Um, I think I'm going to do it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to try to go on tour or anything like that, but not tour. I never really went on a tour, but I used to go and work the road quite often. And sometimes I'd be gone for like an entire week. I don't want to do that. But yeah, being sober and uh, cooped up in the house is definitely <laughs> let, let me uh, go over some things in my head that I feel like I need to get out. Um, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I did the segments. I've done all kinds of stuff. Well, you know what? <sighs> okay. Well, no, I was going to, I had a <clears throat> second part of the show. I had something planned, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen now. So, uh, okay. Well, we can, we'll take a look at that. I'll have my producer get on it. I eat myself. Um, yeah, the segment recently, if not, would be great to hear some more of that. And it's not some, wait, I'm sorry. I gotta get my pop filter. Would be great to hear some more. See, it's talking about the, uh, my fun fact segments. I can't read. Would be great to hear some more of that. And it's not some mundane person just talking. Oh, you're saying me? <laughs> you're saying I'm just some mundane person talking? Uh, Yeah, you know what? I did go back and listen to his, oh, God, what was it, 28 or 20? 28, definitely. I went off on the whole Trump thing. But he, I had been off for th- two and a half months, three months, and, it, and he, stuff had happened, and he pissed me off, and we won't go into that right now. But, yeah, all right. So just some mundane person talking. <laughs> Um, but you're from Oklahoma City, so you're well, some mundane person talking. Where'd you get that? Is that off of your... It's from my uh, word calendar of the day. It's mundane. It means monotonous. <laughs> oh, boy. Would be great to hear some more of that, and it's not some mundane person talking. Okay. Thanks, and hope to hear some new stuff. Exclamation mark. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> All right, Brian. I got you covered, man. We can do that. I'd actually kind of gone through that and seen it, but I actually wasn't necessarily going to do that. But um, it looks like that's going to be the case. So, um, yeah. All right. Episode 35. Yeah. How we doing, everybody? We're going to take a quick break. Right after this, we're going to talk about, hmm, I'm going to get something for Brian going on this i already have something in mind uh some weird facts and stuff like that and we're going to talk about just some quick other stuff and i'll be right back all right stick around bye and welcome back to episode 35 of the john d podcast i'm your host john d miller episode 35 train to cinco that's right how was your commercial break did you enjoy Mm-hmm. got to make some scratch out of this thing one way or the other right uh, but you could be a sponsor on the show. You can reach out to me at John Podcast, at John Podcast on Twitter, J O N Podcast, John D Comedy, J O N D Comedy, uh, Facebook, The John D Podcast, T H E E J O N D Podcast. Also, you can same spelling at Gmail, The John D Podcast at Gmail.com. You could be a sponsor on the show uh, and we can work something out. Come on, throw me some monetary gains. Huh, people? You can also support the show if you go. Well, there's a listener support button on the main uh, webpage uh, for the show. You can leave voice messages, all kinds of stuff. But also, there is a listener support button where you can give some money to the show. 
um, that's about it. But I was going to have something for this part of the show, at least this part of the show, if not the whole thing. I was actually going to have an uh, in-studio guest, not the wife, uh, my wife Liz, my lovely wife Liz. But it was going to be somebody else. But apparently they're not going to make it this evening. So we're just going to do something. That I, and I'd already thought about this in the past. It's something that I thought about getting back to. Brian's email that I read in part one of the show reminded me that, eh, I do need to get back to doing some of this stuff. And it's one of my favorite things to do is to talk about weird history and facts and all this other stuff. And per his request, at his behest of Brian, uh, I'm going to do this one. And these are called bizarre slang words and phrases from every state. I'm not going any particular order. I'm going, well, <laughs> not any particular order other than alphabetical. Um, this is off of stacker.com. If you ever want a good website, I'm going to do a little pitch for you, Stacker. If you want a good website that is full of what my mom would call idiot trivia, but that I am an idiot trivia junkie. I like to find out all silly, silly stuff. Um, just thing, not well, not to say silly, but just random facts and anything else like that. If you ever want to have a good source for stuff like that, go on stacker.com. S-T-A-C-K-E-R.com. Uh, I hope they don't mind me saying that. If they can, they could sue me, and I'll take the publicity and run. No, but they, <laughs> but they are they're a good source of all fine all kinds of fun stuff like this. So this is on Stacker.com. Um, this is written by a Mister or excuse me, so I said Richard, uh, Ms. Isn't that what you say, Ms. Because you don't know if it's a Miss or a Mrs. You say Ms. Rachel Cavanaugh, who did this. Um, so let's go. All right. Alabama, Alabama. And I know I do a lot of these with states. Like I've done strangest town names, street names. It's America. It's America. It's America, people. You know, our indivisible nation. I like to talk about our indivisible nation and some of the weird stuff in it. So let's go with Alabama. Strange slang and stuff. Houndstooth. Uh, Houndstooth refers specifically to black and white checkered pattern. Uh, usually it's associated with the University of Alabama football team, a.k.a. the Crimson Tide. Road Tide, row. Um, But it started with Coach Bear Bryant. I don't know if you know who that guy is, but the guy, he always wore like a houndstooth hat. Guy won like 87,000 uh, championships and football games for <laughs> 1958 to 82. Wow. Yeah, he had like the little fedora thing, kind of like a Tom Landry thing going on, but his had the had the striped checker pattern on it. Houndstooth. I think they'd say that everywhere. I don't think that's anything impressive. Alaska, going outside. That's the term, going outside. <clears throat> in other states, going outside means leaving the house or going into another setting. In Alaska, however, it's something people say often jokingly when they have to leave the state for some reason. The term is so widely used that it's even been cited in newspaper articles and other prominent places. Huh. Going outside. So you're leaving the state. Huh? Going out, going outside the state, right? Hmm. Warner's always sat there and been like, dude, I haven't paid my child support in like 12 months. I'm, I'm going outside. <laughs> Gotta get out. Arizona. Big ditch. Big ditch. Um, when you live in a state, that has something in it as impressive as the Grand Canyon, is what they say. 
You're likely to come up with a few nicknames. That's the case for the people of Arizona who lovingly refer to the giant geological wonder as the Big Ditch. Oh. Well, that's not. I mean, what else would it be? It's not, it's not impressive. Big Ditch? More like a big, okay. Uh, I, I've never, I've never been there. I've flown over the Grand Canyon. And it was one of those things where it was like, people on the right side of the aircraft will we'll see the Grand Canyon. If you look to the right, and people on the left will see a bunch of shit. Uh, Arkansas, Arkansas toothpick. An Arkansas toothpick isn't something you use to clean your teeth. Instead, it's a thick, single-edged hunting dagger. Oh, also referred to as a Bowie, Bowie knife. Bowie knife. Why don't you just call it one of those? When describing knives in the 1840s, the Foreign Quarterly Review, George Wither Featherston Huff. Jesus, what a freaking name that is. Well, this, I think it's Huff. It's H-A-U-G-H. I think that would be Featherston Huff. <laughs> that sounds like it's made up. Yeah, I have to go see my my grandfather that's ill. I can't work today. He's, oh, what's his name? Um... George William Featherston Huffer, Huffer, Huff, Featherston Huff. <laughs> um, that guy, Mr. Featherston Huff, said that uh, these formal instruments, being the knives, are the pride of an Arkansas blood and got their name of Bowie knives from a conspicuous person of this fiery climate. Wow, I'm so glad I don't live in a time and era like that. Because who, what did he just say? I don't understand. 1840s. They don't know fucking talk back then. These fo- these formidable instruments, okay, so they're pride of an Arkansas blood. All right, you're, that's too Southern. That's like too, eh. That's what Southern people do. They, this is my bloodline. You, you just fucking take a step back because some of those are your bloodline was assholes. Okay, okay. Ah, sorry. Bring a little beer. Uh, N.A. beer. I know. Bobby. This is my, still, one of my number one choices. Sam Adams, Just the Haze. That's right. Sam Adams. Never been a huge fan of your other beers, but they have a, it's called Just the Haze, which is a non-alcoholic version of their beer. Just the Haze. Or no, excuse me. Wicked Haze. This is the Just the Haze. It's freaking delicious. Um. All right, California, SIG alert. Okay, I know what this is. So this is where, it's just where the California Highway Patrols talks about traffic. Well, this is exciting, Brian. <laughs> Colorado, 14ers, the number 14 and then ERS on the end. The term 14ers, which is also used in mountain climbing circles. Do you form a circle? Do you form a circle and see who's this bigger? Uh, originated in Colorado and is universally recognized throughout the state. It refers to many mountain peak peaks more than 14,000 feet high. Okay. Among Colorado's mountaineers, it's common to hear someone declare they bagged a 14er. Uh, I used to hear that from some of my friends who were in frats, but I'm not sure what they were talking about either, meaning they made it up to the top. All right. Uh, the phrase is a point of pride given that Colorado boasts 58 of the nation's 14,000-foot mountains. That's a lot, and that's when I go to Colorado. I don't have much of a mountain climber. I've gone hiking. I've done stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, it's great when you get to the top, and then you're like, fuck, I got to climb back down this thing? Ugh. You know? I don't want to do that. Connecticut, a pizza. 
That's just where they, it's what they call pizza in Connecticut. A pizza. It's a pizza. No dash, no nothing in between. It's just a pizza. And sometimes you go to Connecticut. I've been to Connecticut. And they'll be like, hey, man, you want to go to Pizza Hut and get a pizza? I'm like, yeah, a pizza. We're just getting one. There's a lot of people. No, a pizza. What? what? It, a, a pizza. We're getting a pizza. Okay, how many? What? You said a pizza. Okay. <laughs> Delaware, bagging up. Bagging up. In Delaware, people don't say they are cracking up. They say they are bagging up. <laughs> okay. It means they are laughing so hard. A synonym for cackling, howling, or roaring with laughter. Something nobody ever does when they listen to this show. <clears throat> are you bagging up out there, John D. listeners? Huh? You you bagging up? <laughs> uh, okay. Although the term is strongly associated with the state of Delaware, it's not clear where it originated. Well, thank you for that. Florida. Bobo. <laughs> Holy shit, really? I know a guy whose nickname is Bobo. My friend Aaron. I wonder if this is where it came from. So in parts of Florida, Bobo is a term used to mean bad, crazy, or weird. That's him. It may be a loan word from loan word? Oh, loan as an on loan. Loan word. Is that really a word? Loan word? Huh. Okay. Loan word from the Spanish Bobo. <laughs> That's you're not you're not changing anything. How was it's the same shit. Okay. Meaning silly or foolish. I'm gonna remember that. Um we used to always call people in Spanish. I, I learned how to speak a lot of Spanish. Like I took it in high school, but I learned really a lot more working in restaurants, especially in my years of working in kitchens. Um, we just called them like fracasado or curlero or something. Those are bad words in Spanish. Um, and even my son knows our bad words. <laughs> I was saying I was looking at something on TV a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, what a curlero!" And Lee, our son. Liam, it's his name, Liam. He goes, uh, Daddy, language. I'm, like, I'm taught this guy too well. It said, originated in Cuban-influenced parts of Florida and spread to surrounding states like Georgia and North Carolina. But not South Carolina? It skipped? <laughs> That's weird. Georgia and North Carolina. What about South Carolina? Ah, fuck them. No bobos in that state. They got a, their own term. It's called natives. <laughs> uh, there are also theories that it comes from the Korean word paybo idiot Ooh, I always like ways to call somebody idiot in different languages like who doesn't like swearing in foreign languages it's one of the best things ever not to mention the fact you can get away with somebody like cussing somebody out and they have no idea what the fuck you're saying but also it just it just sounds it sounds international you know, call somebody a, you know, a fracasado calero or a pebo or whatever. Chances are they don't know. Uh, unless you're cussing out a Korean or a, and a or Spanish dude. Oh, my God. What if he was half and half? He would know both. And he'd be really screwed. Um, mm. Or, oh, so pebo, bobo, a brand of cheap shoes made in the 80s or 90s. I don't remember that brand. Bobo? There's Bogo, but I, I pay less. That's pay less, man. Come on. Georgia. Mammonim. Mammonim. Mammonim is a phrase that's popular in Georgia and other parts of the South. Not this part, but I'm in Virginia. I'm in I'm like the northern south. 
It's different. It's like Virginia is weird. It's you got Northern Virginia, then you got the rest of it, <laughs> except for like Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Hampton Roads, but everything else, it's just the rest of it. And where I live is, you know, right outside of Richmond, so it's not. But I'm just saying. So we're like in Virginia, which I guess is like, it's like Virginia, and then the, and then the rest of the south. Yeah. Um, but at. Okay, so it's essentially a contraction of mama and them. Oh, I've never heard of that. Okay, well, I'm just saying, like, mama and them. Okay, it's widely used as a greeting to inquire about your family. How's your mama and them? <laughs> oh, that sounds like, a, it just sounds like somebody who's hammered. How's your mama and them? Okay. Or... A descriptor, I'm heading over to Mama Nim's house. Like Mama Nim, Mama Nim's, Mama Nim's. In 2011, rapper Tech Nine, are you really citing this? Tech Nine? I, t I guess it's, t I don't know how to read these rapper names anymore. Like uh, the freaking, I don't know why they did it, but one of the cup final games, they were in Tampa and they had 24K and uh, it was Nug, get, Nug Zet. Nugs that? I don't know. I know. I sound so old saying that. I don't know how to read rapper names anymore. <laughs> I'm serious. It's tech. T-E-C-K space N, big N, the the number nine, and then N-E. I assume that's tech nine. And a tech nine is a form of a, it's a submachine gun, actually, with a very big clip. And rappers, like, uh, well, not nice Snoop, but like Ice Cube used to talk about them. People like that. Yeah. Ask any suburban white kid like myself, like from my generation. Ask them what a Tech Nine is. Well, we can tell you. Because all of us little suburban white kids loved uh, loved us some, some stuff. Anyways, all right. So Tech Nine released a single called Mom and Them on his album All Sixes and Sevens. Ugh, I don't think your quality of your work is even a six or a seven, but. I don't know. I don't know. Hawaii, da kine, da space kine, K-I-N-E. Uh, it's more widely, it's a similar to aloha. The phrase da kine is an extremely versatile word in Hawaii that can be used to say hello, goodbye, and everything in between. Hawaii's da kine is not only an all-purpose noun capable of standing in for objects, events, and people. Oh, it's one of those things, huh? can also be an adjective, an adverb. It's just one of those things. Like, you know, the way they say it, it could be the most versatile phrase on the planet. I don't fucking think so. Idaho, watching the potato drop. I've heard about this. I read about it a couple years ago. It's where instead of the ball that we they have at Times Square in New York City, in the capital of Boise, they put a giant potato in the air and they lower it with a crane. And that is New Year's in Boise, Idaho. <laughs> like, great. We see these things all fucking year and you put a giant one up on it. Okay. All right. That's fine. Hey, whatever pays the bills. Illinois. Whoop, whap, da bum. What? That sounds like a, uh, Chris, uh, no, Kid Rock song. It sounds like a Kid Rock song. Bone to bone to bang to whoop, bop a damn. <laughs> no, that's not it. 
All right. Although, although most people in Illinois understand the phrase, whoop, whap, da bam. That's really weird. Its roots are strictly in Chicago. The versatile phrase is used as a sentence filler, often to express the concept of so on and so forth. Oh, or a yada yada, or the more familiar, etc. Hmm. Became recognized outside of the Windy City in 2016 when Chance the Rapper is who? Did you are you a rap fan, ma'am? Who wrote this, Mister uh, Kavanaugh? What is that? What your name? Uh, used it on Kanye West's hit Ultra Light Beam. Now they want to hit me. Now they want to hit me with the whoop whap da bam. So basically, like, yeah, I went out the other night. I met this chick. We had a couple of drinks. Whoop dap da bam. Uh, and I got a call her no more. Is that what that is? Indiana, hoo hoo. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, we're getting dirty in here, Indiana. No, I hope that's not it. It's H O O and then two words, hoo hoo. When college sports season rolls around, you'll hear a chant throughout Indiana. You won't be, uh, you won't hear anywhere else. As the crowds yell out, hoo hoo. Is it like a hoo hoo? I don't know. The strange phrase is the rallying call for Indiana University sports, and it's unmistakable anywhere in the Hoosier state. You know what? I bet you there are places you could go where they're like, I don't the fuck you just do and say to me. Boo-hoo. Hoo-hoo. Get the fuck out of here, Al, motherfucker. Iowa. Port Queen. <laughs> I think I knew her in high school. Nah, I'm just joking. Although it sounds rather insulting. Yeah, think. Being dubbed a port queen in Iowa is actually a great honor. I bet. Every year, the Iowa Pork Producers Association crowns pork princesses. Oh, there's more than one. Do they, are they being chased by a small Italian plumber? Along with prestigious pork queen. During the Iowa Pork Congress in Des Moines, the young women go on work uh, afterwards to work as ambassadors at the World Pork Expo. What? I want to go to that. Where's the World World Pork Expo? All oh, the bacon you can eat. Uh, it's hard to drink um, non-alcoholic beer out of a glass when you're wearing glasses. That's funny. What? Right, don't mess up on me now. What happened? Oh, okay. Pork Queen, we did that. Sorry, my phone just went all wonkity-wonk. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. This is in Kansas. Um, Rock Chalk Jayhawk is a slant. It's a chant. Oh, it's just like the hoo-hoo thing. So you, uh, you somebody yells Rock Chalk, and the other one says Jayhawk. <laughs> Go KU is usually followed afterwards as a spirited thing for the Kansan. Oh. Kentucky Burgoo. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. The picture with it doesn't sound very good. What is it? That's gross looking. The phrase may sound like a nonsense word to outsiders, but in the state of, of Kentucky, a burgoo is a classic stew. Okay. Typically served with cornbread, the spicy soup gets its name from a simple oatmeal porridge that English sailors used to eat. Oh, I bet you they were glad to get off of that boat. In the 18th century, however, today it's often served during fundraisers and community events. Oh, so it's like Brunswick stew, that type of shit. That's what it looks like. Yeah, looks like it's just a... We gotta make money for the church. We just throw a bunch of shit in a pot. And we'll be done with it. Louisiana. Fai do do. F-A... How do you say that? F-A... See, I don't speak French. F-A-I-S... 
Fire doo doo. Given the heavy French influence, I know in Louisiana, and particularly in New Orleans, it's no surprise that one of the state's most recognized regionalisms is a French word. Well, go fucking figure. <laughs> All right. Was there a rapper? Who is there a rapper? Is there a, are there French rappers? Do they make up? Uh, it's ungenerally agreed that the word was used by mothers when rocking their uh, babies asleep, similar to uh, hushabye. Who says hushabye? Hushabye. Hushabye. <laughs> I'm going to say that when I get off the phone with everybody now. Next time I have a big phone call, you know. <laughs> One of these things I've been working on lately. I'm going to talk to the person. When I'm done, I'm just going to go, all right, man, all right, okay. All right, hush bye and I'm just going to hang up. Today, it's wildly, hush a oh, no. It's, uh, what is it? Fi, fi do do. Wildly known as a Cajun dance event involving fiddles and accordions. So it's like square dancing. Only French. Typically held on Saturday nights. Well, that's when everybody's off work the next day, huh? I guess you could have one on Friday nights, but everybody worked on that. Yeah, whatever. Maine. Cunnin. C-U-N-N-I-N. Used in Maine and other parts of New England, cunning is a word that means cute or endearing. Oh, you're so cunning. Would you call me? Uh, most commonly applied to babies and small animals, for example, a mainer. <laughs> Some mainer. <laughs> that sounds like an insult right there. You fucking, he's such a mainer. I'm kidding. I've been to Maine. It's a great, beautiful state. I I would not want to go in the winter. But that's why I, when I do comedy, I stopped working in Canada in the winter. I just I couldn't I couldn't fucking handle it. Uh, example of a sentence would be, Have you seen Betty's new kitten? It's most cunning. It's most cunning little thing I've ever seen. I keep trying to put Southern accent on everything. What's the Maine accent? That's not Boston. I know it's different. Is that New England? Most cunning little thing I've ever seen now. Is that it? Ah, fuck. Jimmy and Sally. This is from Maryland. Jimmy and Sally lived, used to live down the street from me. Everyone else in the country, Jimmy and Sally are regular old names, but in Maryland, local locals know that these are terms for blue crabs. Oh, okay. Jimmy's are males and Sally's are females. I bet you somewhere, somewhere in the state of Maine, Probably close to the water. There's a place called Jimmy's and Jimmy and Sally's. Bet you money. Um, Jimmy's have brown candle-shaped markings, while Sally's have dome-like markings. Markings on what? Only crab experts, aka Maryland, Maryland Marylanders. Holy crap! Would know this. Well, now that you told everybody, we might know. Where's the rest of my article? All right, there it is. Get out of here, fucking Ben and Jerry's. Uh, Massachusetts, Packy. The phrase Packy is what people call a liquor store. Oh, a Packy. Oh, it's like a prohibition there. They had to package up the... Uh, today, it's used widely in the Bay State, as well in other parts of New England. Packy. Go to Packy D and get some bottles. Michigan, Youper. That's where you're from the Upper Peninsula. I know that one. I was playing Scrabble with a friend, and he called me out on the word youper, and to my amazement, he was absolutely correct. It wasn't in the dictionary. <laughs> no, it's local slang, dumb fuck. I think Merriam-Webster was like, oh, let's not leave out youper. Yes, it means somebody from the Upper Peninsula of 
what will one day be the state of Michigan. Okay, just, okay, okay. I'm back to my tea now. Okay. <clears throat> duck, duck, gray duck. The fuck? Minnesota. <clears throat> Everywhere else in the United States, it's duck, duck, goose. But in Minnesota, they call the popular children's game duck, duck, gray duck. Well, that's going to get fucking confusing, isn't it? Plus, what if you're colorblind? <laughs> oh, that's mean. I mean, they're all great ducks at that point, aren't they? The, the rules are the same, but Minnesotans have a special sort of pride in their unique naming conventions. I bet they do. Quote, it's honestly, it honestly is a shared strange moment in the life of most Minnesotans. Minnesotans. Did I say that right? When they first learn, no one else in the country calls it this. Fuck no. We don't call it a duck, duck, gray duck. Who, what the fuck? Uh, what? Duck, duck, gray duck. I was going to get just a duck, duck, goose. Goose. You go on the goose. Duck, duck, gray duck. Wait, did, he say, did he say gray? Wait, gray, gray duck? Or did he say duck? I, that's how I'd play. But duck, duck. Or duck, duck. Great duck. Great duck. You have to say the, you have to slip the gray in there. Like real fast. Duck, duck, gray duck. Nabs, yep, Mississippi. It's crackers, cheese and peanut butter crackers. Nabs. Mm-hmm. If you ask one in Mississippi what nab, someone in Mississippi what nabs are, they will describe peanut butter crackers that come in tiny packages. Yes, I love those things. Ever since I quit drinking, man, I'm a peanut butter peanut peanut butter fanatic. I always loved peanut butter, but yeah, since I cut out the booze, man, I love me some peanut butter. Um, and especially the crackers. That was my favorite, uh, one of my favorite things I would eat when I was on the road, just driving by myself for hours on end. I have a couple packets of those crackers, the nabs and, uh, you know, and a soda, obviously for some caffeine and kind of, and I would just sit there and eat those things. Fucking loved them. The snack is so well liked by lots of folks in the Magnolia state, Mississippi, uh, makes them, uh, Mix them at home by smearing peanut butter in between saltines. So that's, wait, did I read that right? So it's made by Toastchi, Nabisco. Yeah. So it's basically peanut butter crackers. Those are nabs. Missouri tea rabs. Uh, type of food, tea rabs. Oh, toasted raviolis. Montana hookie bobbing. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you, uh, somebody's, it's, it's frozen snow and you, uh, put a line on the back of the truck, car, whatever. It's Montana. They, they drive fucking Toyota Tercels through that shit. Um, hooky bot. And, and then they drag you behind the car, but you're just standing and they, I've actually done it once. It was fucking scary shit. <clears throat> Der Wiener Slinger. This is from Nebraska. Uh, where am I at? Oh, I gotta get moving. Um, uh, it's an example of a regional phrase where the subject, object itself, is a strange word known directly as, distinctly to the folks in Nebraska, the device is a large sausage-shaped gun that shoots Wimmers Wieners hot dogs into the crowd at Cornhuskers game. Uh, I tell you what, Davener Davener Slinger sounds like a porn name. Nevada Pogo Nip. Another one sounds like a porn name. What the fuck? Oh, Pogo Nip. You get those at the Bunny Ranch, Nevada. No. Uh, although you've never heard of the word, 
A pogo nip is a thick, icy fog known to envelop the northern part of the state in the winter. Oh, yeah, because you got mountains and shit up there. Uh, and then other part. Originates, originates from the Shoshone. Oh, cool. Uh, word meaning white death. <laughs> Wasn't that every white person to the Shoshone? In 2015. I'm making a joke. That was a freaking truth. In 2015, Slate dubbed it. Who's Slate? Anyways, dubbed it the Silver State's unofficial state word. New Hampshire, horn pout. That's a type of fish. It's a type of cow, catfish in New Hampshire. Called a horn pout. Like we have, you know, we got flatheads. You got all those other, you know, horn pout. And they don't, yeah, they look kind of pouty. New Jersey jug handle. A few places in the United States outside New Jersey recognize the word jug handle because a few places feature the awkward traffic ramps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so New Jersey called they're called Jersey lefts. So yeah, so you make a left. So it's a left exit ramp instead of a right exit ramp. And you know the reason why they have those in New Jersey because all your roads are fucking screwy as shit. I know I'm saying a lot of f words in the second part of the show, but I don't care. I'm getting my I'm getting my fucks out because I don't I can't swear around the kid. And Liz is going to bed soon, <laughs> so I got to get him out now. Yeah, that's why they do that. Uh, New Mexico, red, green, or Christmas. Um, it's a local phrase. Your, your waiter might ask you. The question is whether you want little red chile, green chile, or a combination of the two, being Christmas. New York, schwitzing. Yiddish word, schwitzing, refers to a steam bath. It's like a schwitz. Um, yeah. North Carolina, cackalacky. That's what we all say, cackalacky. Here are my North Carolina peeps, family and peeps. The word cackalacky may be bizarre sounding, but the North Carolinians, I think I might already said this in a thing. So sending them with their name, with their home state. The phrase, which was popularized in a Tribe Called Quest. This lady has to be a big rap fan, which I love Tribe Called Quest. Don't get me wrong, but 1992 hit scenario. Yep, yep. Kakalaki and South Kak, but it's according to George Gable, review editor of the Dictionary of American Regional English. It's not clear where the term came from. It may be well just be invented nonsense, word that sounds vaguely like Carolina. It's somebody was drunk. <clears throat> North Carolina, eat, oh, North Dakota, excuse me, eating puppy chow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We got to speed these up, huh? Ohio, devil's strip. It's a patch of grass between the sidewalk and the road. <laughs> That's the devil's strip. Oh, they used to say that to scare the kids from going on it so they wouldn't play in the street. <laughs> That's some back-ass word. Bad parenting. Don't touch the devil's strip. You're going to go to hell. And uh, maybe dead. Did you eat? That's Oklahoma. Did you eat yet? <laughs> got to be kidding me. Seriously? Oregon, spendy. It's a phrase is spendy is a regionalism. Both instantly didn't say what it is. Uh no. What I don't know what that is. Oregon, spendy. Somebody write in. Tell me what that is. I got listeners in Oregon. What's spendy? It's not telling me. Pennsylvania gum bands. Uh rubber bands, but they call them gum bands. Like a gum shoe. Huh. Rhode Island, no school fasta. Glasada. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, when it's snowy. No school, Fasta, Glasada. 
uh, an old radio DJ named Salty Brine. Holy shit. Sounds like a strip club DJ. That's right. I'm Salty Brine. All night. Two for one dances. Salty Brine. He would read the school closures over the airwaves, which almost always meant no school for the Foster Gloucester Gloucester, uh, district where Snowball was particularly heavy. No school, Foster Gloucester. (laughs) Frogmore stew. That's just stew made out of uh, shrimp, potatoes, corn, crab legs. It's not even frogs in it. South Dakota taverns. That's easy. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Never mind. That's right. That's what they call sloppy joes there. Um, Yeah. They call them taverns. So that's what you Sliders. Oh, no. Sloppy joes. And then sliders. Tennessee meat and three. Uh, Remains Tennessee, though. Other parts. Meat and three. Meals are often served with cornbread and sweet tea. So it's a meat with three sides. Whatever. Washateria, that's Texas. Washateria is actually a word for a laundromat. Oh, you just try to get all fancy. We're going to go on down to the laundromat. Don't say it like that. Huh? No, you got to say it. Washateria. It's a washateria. Uh, but you can also get food there, right? Laundromat. No, just the one. I thought they had a thing. Hmm. I guess that was just it. Just washateria. You would think with teary on the end. You know, like the in school you had the the cafeteria and the auditorium was in one room. They called it a cafetorium. That's what I thought they were going there, but I guess not. Utah sloughing. Uh no. Sloughing is uh means to skip school, work or other obligations. Ah, I was sloughing. Vermont, creamy, creamy, creamy. Creamy. Um, it's a it's a large helping of soft serve ice cream. All right, get some creamies. Let's go get some creamies over to you. Virginia, the mixing bowl. Yes, anybody who's lived in Northern Virginia knows the Springfield Interchange and other places around the state. But uh, despite the way the way it sounds, the mixing bowl is not a piece of kitchenware. No, in Virginia, this phase refers to the well known interchange. In the northern part of the state, where Interstates 95, 395, and 495 all come together, or as Anna Strzok of In Your State calls it, a lesser-known level of hell. It is, absolutely. Washington, liquid sunshine. Um, fifth wettest state, uh, it's liquid sunshine. So it's, it rains um, when it's doing the thing. West Virginia, holler. That's easy. You're just yelling at somebody. Holler at me. All right, I will. Get out of here, Ben and Jerry's, you dumb fucks. Yes, I love your ice cream, but you're messing up my podcast here. Uh, let's see, what did I get to? Wyoming, Wisconsin. Bubbler. It's a water fountain. No, it's not a pipe for smoking weed. Uh, yeah, it's a water fountain. It's a bubbler. Wyoming, greenies. Uh, license plates are green. And my okay, say the Wyoming lights plates are blue in Colorado, they're green. So, if somebody calls you a greenie, it means you're from Colorado. Is that it? All 50 of them, <laughs> Wyoming greenie. Don't be hanging out with those greenies, they're bad people. 
They're environmentally friendly. They have 58 mountains above 40 or 14,000 feet. I don't care. They're bad. All right. There you go, Brian. There's some interesting trivia facts things. Went on probably way too long than what it should have. All right. I got to go. So thanks very much. Don't forget your charities, everybody. Breastfriends.org. WoundedWarriorProject.org. FeedingAmerica.org. No Kid Hungry. Okay? All of them. Orgs. <laughs> I know. I'm not... I know I'm, I'm making the joke, but they're orgs. They make they're dot orgs, O R G, um, which means they're doing it not for the profit. They're doing it for the help that they can give to people. So make sure you support them, especially bestfriends.org. I've been reading about them, really trying to help with them. They they want to do every animal shelter in the country no kill by 2025. I think that's a great goal to have. Um, but yeah, make sure you do your charities. Hit me up on Twitter at John Podcast. John D. Comedy, J-O-N-D Comedy um, on Twitter as well. You can email the show, the John D. Podcast, T-H-E-E-J-O-N-D Podcast at gmail.com, Facebook, the John D. Podcast. Yeah, I do that. I guess that's about it. I got to get going. Uh, this has been episode number 35 of the John D. Podcast, Trinta Cinco. I think that covers all my bases. Don't forget to check out my listener support buttons, all that fun stuff. And uh, I'm going to hopefully get to back to you real soon, whether it be a guest or me by myself. Who knows? We'll figure it out. But thanks for listening, and I hope to talk to you again real soon. All right, take care.